The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. The task of the homilist is to reflect on the texts of Scripture and the liturgical feast we are celebrating in light of the events of the world around us. Well, the world around us is in rather sorry shape. Climate change is threatening the future of our existence. Our country is becoming more and more unpopular on the world stage as we snub our allies and seem to want to provoke our enemies. We are separating families at our borders, taking children from their parents, people who are seeking asylum from the very violent lives they have in their home countries. We seem to have an epidemic of gun violence in our own country, when every time we turn around, we hear of another mass shooting somewhere in our nation. And the list goes on. Some years ago, there was a popular movement that encouraged people to ask, what would Jesus do? And today, I want to ask instead, what would Mary do? I realize it's tricky to pretend to know what anyone else would do in our situation, but I'm going to offer some thoughts anyway. The texts of our liturgy today suggest that one thing Mary would do is pray. She would thank God for all the blessings that God has bestowed on God's people and implore God to continue to show strength with his arm and scatter the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. She would ask God to bring down the powerful from their thrones and to lift up the lowly. She would expect God to fill the hungry with good things and to send the rich away empty. But to my way of thinking, we have already had a lot of thoughts and prayers 
asking God to help us in our situation. Are we not praying enough? Are we asking for the wrong things? Is God out to lunch when our prayers reach heaven? What gives? Well, clearly we know that we do not control God with our prayers. So why pray? It's very tempting to give up on prayer when we don't see the results we want. But we need to be careful to notice the ways that God does answer our prayers. And one of the ways that happens is when God calls us to do what we can to help our situation and then gives us the grace to accomplish God's purpose in the world. Isaiah saw this and reminded the people of Israel that just as the earth brings forth its shoots and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. And St. Paul reminds the Galatians that we have received adoption as children. And because we are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. We are members of God's family. And we have the Spirit of God to help us answer God's invitation to act for justice in our world. What would Mary do? She might say to us, do whatever he tells you. Jesus couldn't turn water into wine until the servants filled the water jars. And God won't change the world without our efforts as well. There's a book in Jewish mysticism called Gates of Prayer. And in that book it says, Pray as if everything depended on God. Act as if everything depended on you. I think that's what Mary would do.